Live from Music City, Nashville, Tennessee. This is J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez. A trip of music discovery. Jamie is picking people he thinks you'll really like. Musicians, artists, producers, and everyone involved in the world of music. Here's your host, Jamie Rodriguez. You never close your eyes anymore when I kiss your lips. Hi, how are ya? That was a song for you from the Everly Brothers. And my name is Jamie Rodriguez, your host. This and every episode of J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. How is the J-Rod family doing out there, huh? And guys, you know, we love discovering new artists here. We love our legends. We love our hit makers. But when we discover a voice and an album that just sends our souls on fire, like, oh my God, love sharing it with you guys. And that's the case with today's guest, singer-songwriter Claudia Combs Cardi, guys. And she is a Northern California based in Oakland, San Francisco area. And she recently released an album, Faces, which, sweet mother of God, guys, it's just stunning. Think Tracy Chapman, Natalie Merchant, you know, a little bit of Sarah McLachlan. Like, her voice is amazing. Uh, the lyrics are really personal, but at the same time, universal. You guys will love it, love it, love it. It came out October 22nd, Faces, it's called. And yeah, the album is nine tracks. Uh, it was written over almost 10 years. Personal journal entries they come out of, uh, basically. That's how they feel, intimate confessions. But at the same time, you will feel and you will relate to yourselves in each and every song. And we love talking to Claudia. She really opened up about not only the album, but she just opened up really about things like toxicity in relationships. She opened up about um, her experience in Berkeley and why she quit. She opened up about the songs. And it was just a true true um, treat to chat with Claudia and we uh, we thank her for her time also she did an amazing exclusive performance at the end of the episode so make sure you stick around for that because it will absolutely set your soul on fire and yeah guys you know if you want to find out more about Claudia Combs Cardi which you will after you hear her record visit www.claudiacombscardi.com and without further ado Let's go with the interview. And thank you guys for joining this episode of J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. There she is. Hey. Look at you. Claudia comes party. Look at that style. Look at that compound. Oh, thank, you. <laughs> thank you. Wow. Such a so pleasure for, to be talking to you. So for my audio audience that can't see what I'm seeing, it's all, uh -huh. it's all elegance in oh, this compound you. of Claudia. <laughs> Which makes sense, which makes sense when we listen to your art. How are you, Claudia? I'm really good. Yeah, I'm excited to be talking to you. That same. And I have to tell you, we spent last week, and I was telling my producer earlier, like, listening to Faces, like, like unbelievable. What a fucking album. Wow, thank you so much. Like, the songs, Claudia, to me, I mean, you talk about good songwriting and vocals. I mean, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. It's really exciting for it to finally be out. It's been a long process, but... Um, I'm really, really happy with how it turned out. Like it feels like I've been listening to it all the way through for the first times. And I'm like, yeah, we did it. We did okay. And uh, I like the order of everything too. I think it works really well. Can I lose you there? Yeah, totally. And when you hear an album, like, no, I got you. I okay, got good, you. good. 
So like when you listen back to an album, Claudia, is it like a little bit, you know, we're, we're pretty judgmental on ourselves. Yeah. Is it like yeah. look, looking at it at a diary and kind of like cringing a little bit or are you like objective with your own art? It's a funny thing for you to ask that because uh, I don't know why, but I feel like since the album's been out, I feel completely confident with them, but it's always been a struggle of mine to kind of feel good about my music and especially the lyrics. I think, feel like I always... Um, feel really self-conscious about that, especially while I'm writing it. And then uh, the thing about this album, though, is that some of these songs I wrote like 10 years ago, so they're really ingrained in mm -hmm. me and they just like sound right. So um, I'm really confident with them. I love playing them and I'm really excited that people are really liking it. So, yeah. Amazing. Amazing. We'll get to the new songs in a second, but yeah. let me ask you, you're in San Francisco right now, right? In Northern I, California? I, yeah, I live in Oakland. Yeah. In Oakland. Okay, yeah. perfect. Perfect. So, Claudia, you, you know, you grew up in Barcelona, uh, love that city, uh, but then you, you moved to Boston. So I do want to ask you, like, how old were you when you moved to Boston? I was only like one or two years, well, like two years old. Yeah. Okay. So, so uh, my so mom much, yeah. from Spain, but yeah, it's, it's more of like just a cultural thing. Cause I didn't, I, I love Barcelona too. We went back, we go back all the time, but um, I wish that I grew up there, <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm from Boston, uh, but like culturally from Spain, but um, yeah, I, I, we lived in Boston. Like, I don't really remember. I don't obviously remember living in Spain. So, but we, you know, going back, it's a huge part of who I am and, and my yeah. family. And, and you have a little bit of that, you know, Catalanian art in, in, in yeah. your style and in your voice. So there thank you go. You. I take that as a huge compliment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's where it comes from. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you. Okay, so you grew up in Boston, right? But like the piano, like you were seven years old when piano came into your life. Um, what do you remember, Claudia, when like when you were seven and like you started falling in love with, with the piano? Well, first of all, I was just always like really in love with music and there's not, I, there actually no, are no musicians in my family, but my mom loves music. My, I mean, everyone loves music in my family, but um, my mom really wanted me to be a musician. So the story goes that uh, she asked me when I was seven, what do you want to play? And I said, I want to play the drums. And she said, okay, like, you know, she wasn't super, super happy about that, but <laughs> um and then I changed my mind because we saw this piano moving company truck that I really thought was cool. And I said, oh, I can play the piano. And yeah, we didn't have a lot of money, but she, you know, scraped together some stuff and got me this upright piano. And I remember just like, it's always been um, this cathartic kind of experience for me that I always go to the piano whenever anything's going on with me. Um, and it's like, I think of it as almost this friend that I had through my life um, that like I could always turn to. And it was, I mean, it's just such an ingrained part of me that I can't imagine, you know, it being any other instrument or, you know, not being a musician. It's so, so important. Yeah, it's part of you. I love that. Yeah. And your mom wanted to be a musician, right? I think she just liked musicians, <laughs> probably. Okay. Okay. But yeah, she. I think she saw it in me somewhat. And I mean, I, I tell her all the time, I'm like, thank you so much for this gift you gave me um, because it's such a huge part of my life, like such a joy to be a musician, so. Yeah, I love that. I love that she was so supportive and the whole thing. So, you know, you start working on your craft, you start becoming really good at what you do. You know, eventually, you know, you after after high school, you go, you go to Berkeley. Yep. Yeah. You go to Berkeley. And, you know, one of the things that we loved, you know, in research was you have this great quote that um, that Berkeley kind of like made you hate music. We thought yeah. that was really interesting. Why was that, Claudia? Yeah, it's interesting. I know it's not that way for everyone. And I definitely don't want to bash Berkeley. I think it's a wonderful place. But for me, I think that music always I did study theory and everything growing up. But as I became older, it became more of like a 
in the terms of like, I was more on the jazz side of things where I like to improvise. I like to kind of go with the flow. And when I was at Berkeley, it was so like by the book and so strict that to me, I felt like it was, it kind of made it too like academic for me. And, you know, I never really liked school or like academics. So for it to take this thing that was so like this outlet for me and make it like, okay, like I remember being in this arranging class and they were like, you know, here's this sheet music and here's the beginning of this song. And like, how does it end? And like, basically being like, there's a definitive answer to like where it goes. And I, I remember thinking, and that was like right before I dropped out that I was like, this doesn't make sense to me. Like, I understand that it's, uh, it's really important that people learn that stuff. And some people really like thrive with that. But for me, it sucked something out of it that, you know, I, I think I've said before, I just, uh, it took a while for me to like get that passion back or like this kind of relaxation that I get from music. Like I didn't feel that when I was going there. But Claudia, I think that's really brave of you because we've heard that before about Berkeley. Yeah. I mean, people, of course, it's a great school, but and people, you know, that have finished it and live in Nashville, they say that yeah. and they yeah. kind of like roll their eyes. But I feel like <laughs> you took a stand, like good yeah. for you. You were true to yourself. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, it's just, that's yeah. just personal for me. I mean, of course, but um, of course it worked very well for others. <laughs> of course, of course, Claudia. And, and, you know, for, for my audience that may think, okay, how did she end up in Oakland? You know, you, you went to New York right after you did a little pit stop in Austin, Texas. Yep. Why did you end up in Oakland in, in, in California? Claudia? Uh, well, I was in Austin and I, a relationship ended and I was, it kind of was the reason I was in Austin. So I thought, Oh, like I'm going to go home, I guess. But then I thought, I don't want to go back to the East coast yet. There was something in me that was like, I'm not ready. Like, and I had an, um, some family out here in California, Northern California. <laughs> and yeah, I, I, you know, I might, I'd never been here and I thought, Oh, I'll be on the beach and I'll date a surfer and I'll just like live <laughs> right. that cool life. And, and, uh, it's totally different here, but I kind of fell in love with the Bay area. So here I am. Right, right, right. No, it, it makes total sense, Claudia. Yeah. And, uh, you know, okay. So, so talking a little bit about the songs, you know, for me, and this is just my personal opinion. I mean, the, the whole nine tracks are amazing, but Sing For Me and Can't Wait To Not Love You. I mean, those two songs, Claudia, they just, they, they give me, they give chills to my chills. I, I can't oh, wow. describe it. Okay, you know, you. They wreck me, beautiful. And I mean, what a vibe on that. And actually, just to give my audience a little sample, please just allow me to play a little bit yeah. so that they understand what I'm talking about. Because it is just... I mean, it just hits your soul, every note, Claudia. Really powerful stuff, like seriously. It means so much to me, thank you. I mean, this one, like, we're gonna put the link and people <laughs> ride the waves and then into the lyrics. Oh, it's so beautiful. <laughs> thank you. Oh, anyway, sorry about that. We just, no, you know, just to you. give- No, thank you. It's like so flattering. It's, it's so funny to, or not funny, it's just like, it's emotional for me to hear people like really connect with it. Cause it's like- yeah. They just feel like such a part of me that it's really touching. So thank you. Absolutely. So this song, okay, so Sing For Me, it's about like an ex-lover, right? Yeah, it's about like, I was dating this guy that was kind of this like, he was just kind of unattainable, like kind of not into being in a relationship, but like we sort of were in a relationship. And then it was me, like, I think I talk about it in the song a little bit, like for, especially growing up on the East Coast, there was a very serious like seasonal thing, changes, you know, every fall was a serious change in who I was. Cause it's like, you know, it goes from hot to like, and it's going into this dark long winter. Right. And I wrote that song in the, um, in the, uh, at the end of winter. So it was a springtime, I guess. And uh, I was, I was living in this apartment that had this like big window 
um, that had this tree outside with all these little birds. And it just felt like hopeful in that moment when I was writing that. And it, yeah, it's about basically being like, if you can't open up to me, then like, I have to move on for like my sanity, but you know, that, that it's, yeah. it's pretty easy. Like I will put up with you as long as you're being open and honest with me, basically. That's what that song's about. Unbelievable. How does that work, Claudia, like for an artist? Like when there's a breakup or when there's a finality, like a strong emotional finality to a yeah. relationship, but you know, it's out there in art forever. Yeah, I know. You know, like, like <laughs> how is how does that aftermath work, right? I find that fascinating because it's really you know, interesting. Non-artists, you know, you break up and it yeah. sucks. You go through the pain, but you know, just time kind of heals wounds and no harm, no foul. Totally. But, yeah, it's know? it's an interesting thing because we're stuck with this stuff. But I think it's been beneficial because I think I like to look back at all the relationships I've been in and and say like, oh, you know, this kind of typical thing of like I really learned a lot and the fact that I got a good song out of it or like, it's fun to listen to them and think, oh my God, like I was so fucked up at that time. And I remember what that felt like, because this is like, it's like reading a diary entry about it, you know, like sure. you, you feel it, um, especially because writing music in those times for me, when I'm heartbroken or like really sad is like a therapy, you know, like it's, I'm sitting down to kind of get things off my chest and usually really works that way. And, um, is really helpful for me. So it's, it's really honest and it's really just like transparent of how I'm feeling in that moment. So like, can't wait not to love you. Um, I wrote when I was, uh, with this guy who like, I hate and I, <laughs> I hated too, you know, and I just needed to get song. out of that. And I felt like I will not love him soon. And then I will be free, you know, like, and it was, that song just kind of came out and it's, you know, it's when I look back, even though like, I don't like that person, I'm like, okay, like I can be with those feelings that I had, you know? You know, when I was hearing that song, can't wait not to love you, Claudia, I was thinking, man, like Claudia hit, hit the nail on the head. Like, why is it so hard for all of us? Why is it so hard, Claudia, to like break free of stuff that we know it's toxic relationships that we know are not good for us? Like, why, why is that? Totally. I think, well, I think what I've learned a lot, because right now I'm in like the first time in my life, like a really healthy place. And, and that's why I think the universe is like the albums coming out now and like everything's good for me because I'm put, paying attention to that stuff. But I think it's really like not even about, in, in a case of a relationship, it's not about like the other person or like you necessarily being addicted to them. It's like, you're doing that because you're ignoring something else. Like it's, it's real, I think about self-awareness. I think that's yeah. kind of the key to everything. If you can be more self-aware, if you can work on your shit, like then the, that kind of stuff won't, won't happen, you know, but it happens to yeah. everybody. Right. <laughs> right. And, and everybody says, you know, work on yourself, but working on yourself takes courage, right? That's oh, yeah. the thing. Big time. It's the scariest thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. There you go. Claudia Combs, also a psychologist. Analyst. Right? It's like a love podcast. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you, you finish with this album and you, you're like flustered. It's great. Exactly. It's wonderful. So, so, you know, some of these songs, Claudia, I mean, you started writing them 10 years ago, like mm -hmm. you said, I mean, yeah. don't blame me. I think it was one of the first ones. The um, first. Yeah. The first. How, it, some songs come really quickly, right? Though, Claudia, mm -hmm. and, some, and, and some take a long time, right? Totally. Yeah, I would say about half and half. Like some of these songs I wrote in one set, setting, like the sitting, like Don't Blame Me, uh, Silent Whispers, and then songs like South and um, all that. Those took years, you know? It was just little yeah. pieces kind of being written. So See, that's amazing because you mentioned Silent Whispers, also an amazing song. And the fact that you came with that so quickly, it's, it, it boggles my mind. It kind of boggles my mind too, because I really like that song and it has like, it's about anxiety. And I was in the middle of an anxiety attack when I wrote it, but 
literally like I had my iPhone, which I, I always record myself when I'm writing because I forget things like my brain doesn't work well with little short-term memory. So <laughs> I was um, just singing with the melody I'd come up with. And it like, I literally just said all that stuff. And then I listened, like, if you listen to the demo, the very first thing I ever wrote of that, it's almost exactly the same as it is on the album. Like, it's just, I said all that stuff without even like thinking about it really like I was just kind of in touch with like a feeling and it's like kind of like hypnosis or something and like a really weird thing because then I'm like I didn't know I felt all that and like also made a lot of it rhyme and I have no idea how any of that (laughs) so yeah yeah, it's pretty cool amazing amazing Claudia so you know you're writing we haven't talked about your songwriting which is also amazing but like what's what's your process like and what I mean is you know here in Nashville you know, the normal thing is, you know, people will be like, you know, I have to write 20 songs a week, yeah. you know, even, even if some of them are bad, it's just like the X, it's like, it's like working out, yeah, yeah, yeah. something on paper. Is that, is that your approach, like the discipline, or are you like more like freehanded? Oh, man, like I, I want to be that way. And I lately have been trying, um, because I know that there's been years of my life, I don't write anything, uh, really, you know, I try. And then when I, when you're not in practice, then you don't, you just write shitty stuff all the time, you know? So, hmm. um, yeah, but I would say I'm more the latter where like, I, um, I'll, it's usually when I'm going through something, um, traumatic or sad that I want to sit down and, and talk about it with myself or whatever and write music. And then that, that happens, but there's been like, lately I've been trying to be more, um, conscious of it and more like you know 10 minutes a day I sit down and I just play even if I'm just playing you know a song I just wrote or something not anything new but I find that when you work that muscle it's like it just comes easier to you and I think you also feel more confident about yourself and the music and um because that's a big thing you know like when you're trying to write it's like you have this voice in your head a lot of the time being like that's bullshit like that sounds Mm. horrible or like that's tacky or like or that sounds just like the last song or whatever right right so if you're more consistent you kind of get more confident I think just like with anything yeah I love that but you're being so good with your time and um I know you're gonna do a song for us which you're really excited about but but let me let me ask you about this we used to Last year, 2020, we used to ask people around this time, yeah. you know, what was your lesson of 2020? And people, you know, had their answers. But, you know, lately I've been thinking, I'm going to start with Claudia. I'm going to ask Claudia the same thing because yeah. 2021 obviously was not like traumatic, like 2020. Yeah. But in a way, it was also like a very difficult year to manage in totally. a very different way, right? Yeah. I think, so yeah. Because, how was yeah. the year for you? Yeah, it's like interesting because in some ways, like 2020 was easier because it was like, you know, we're all in lockdown and kind of this really crazy things happening that no one's familiar with. And then 2021 is almost harder because it's like this has just become the normal, you know, like this kind of separation from people. And I think the most dramatic change in my life is that like I used to be like such a social person and really just like give a lot of my energy out to other people. And this last year, a couple of years has been really amazing for me because I've been giving it back to myself and just like my family. Um, so I think, and I've been really successful in that. I feel really happy and just healthy, like I said. So it's, um, it's been, you know, I hate it. Like I said before to my friends, like, I feel bad saying this, but like 2020, this whole like COVID was like, honestly, one of the best things that ever happened to me. Like personally, I know it's a terrible thing. And like, I'm really sad that people were sick. Um, 
but it, it was ironically like really great for me. I started a new like career and like, I got this album done and like, you know, things yeah. were great. So I would say it's like the dip, the biggest difference is the sh- social thing, which, you know, it seems like it would be bad, but it's actually really good to just kind of stay in and, you know, check in yeah. with yourself a little bit. Yeah, it's true. It's yeah. true. Yeah. Well, Claudia, you've said it all. What an album that you released. I mean, this album of yours is going to have legs for many years. What a masterpiece. Congratulations. Thank you so much. It means so much to me. Thank you. Absolutely. So you're going to play a tune for us? Yeah, I was going to play all that. But if you have a favorite, I'll definitely play whatever you want. Whatever you're driving. Okay, I was going to do all that. Yeah, let's do it. I'm going to play guitar because it's easier for me to like look at you. I've had, it's kind (laughs) of hard for me to play the piano and like, is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. Let's see this thing's on. Okay. Awesome. I'm always waiting for you I'm always hoping you'll come back It ain't a way to live, darling But I live my life like that I've been saving my best stories for somebody already Something I can spread my arms out to it never 
chills have chills claudia what a song oh, what an artist you, you said it all claudia thank you so much for your time thank you so much for having me this has been j rod concerts the podcast with jamie rodriguez